Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 56 about healthier sugar alternatives. I'm Shelly Rael, and I'm your host of the Real World Nutrition Podcast, where I talk about, of course, real world nutrition and clear up some longstanding myths and misinformation about all kinds of nutrition topics. This is part three in a series about sugar. And as I said, this is addressing the topic of healthier sugar alternatives and whether or not there really are any. So when people refer to sugar, they tend to think or refer to white granulated table sugar. That white crystal sugar is what very often comes to mind. And people often assume or mistakenly think that if they use a sugar alternative, such as honey or agave nectar, they're making a healthier choice or using something that's more natural. Now, first things first, white granulated sugar is natural. It comes from the sugar cane or sugar beets. They are plant foods and they're processed like many other foods and become the product that most of us recognize. But sugar cane and sugar beet are already white they are very sweet already, and it's not a lot that goes into the processing of white sugar, as many people think. Now, all sugars that I'm going to address today, well, pretty much all sugars, no matter their form, no matter how they are presented, are indeed plant-based foods. So sugar comes from carbohydrates, as I mentioned in the earlier episode, I believe it was part one, I'll make sure I link that in the show notes, you should be listening to all parts of this series as it makes a little bit more sense that way. So since sugar is a carbohydrate, carbohydrates come from plants, all of these sugars come from plants. And despite what people think, pretty much all of these sugars are indeed processed perhaps with the exception of honey. What this means is that most of what we get in the end, what we have in our home, does not resemble what they initially looked like before processing. So the plant that they look like before we got it to our home doesn't look too much what we have. So for the start, the start product to the end product, they don't look too close to the same, again, with the exception of honey. And in a lot of cases, honey still is processed a little bit. So we're not getting the full honeycomb or bug's legs or pieces of flour or that sort of thing. Though, I mean, we still can buy honey that has a portion of the honeycomb still intact. It's still been processed by cutting it out of that beehive. Now, here's the thing. Are any of these various sugars that I'm going to talk about healthier then another is one better for us. Well, not really. They're all 100% carbohydrates. And while some people will argue that, well, honey has more nutrients in it, it's not really in a measurable or significant amount in the amount most reasonable people 
most reasonable humans would consume. So let me give a rundown of the various sugars and what I call the sugar alternatives when that was probably admittedly a little misleading because these are all sugars. So let me run down the list of them and the nutrition facts that go with it. Now, let me also clarify here that I'm not talking about non-nutritive sweeteners or what people might call artificial sweeteners or low-calorie sweeteners. So stevia and monk fruit are not included in this because these aren't considered the full-on sugar alternatives as healthier options. Those are in a different category. So here we go. So sugar, white granulated table sugar, as I had already mentioned briefly, it's the product of processing of sugar cane or sugar beets. Now to clarify, sugar beets are not the same as those red, purple, or even golden beets that people think of, but a different plant. So I've had sometimes students will say that they're going to use beet sugar instead of white sugar as an alternative in a recipe they're making. And I'm like, well, they're the same thing. Well, they're thinking that beets, the little purple reddish beets are what that sugar comes from. And that's not accurate. So as I've said, white granulated table sugar is natural. And it is in a plant, it is a plant food, I should say. Now, in general, you're not going to know if your sugar is coming from sugar cane or sugar beet. It could be a mix of both. And if you really want to know whether the sugar that you have in your home comes from sugar cane or sugar beet, you're probably going to need to make a phone call to the manufacturer to just check. Now, here's the nutrition facts for one tablespoon of sugar. One tablespoon of white granulated sugar has 46 calories. It's 12 grams of carbohydrate. And because sugar is 100% carbohydrate, it has no fat, no protein. It also has no fiber. And pretty much all the other vitamins and minerals are negligible, pretty much unmeasurable. So 46 calories per tablespoon for white granulated sugar. Honey. So what is honey? Well, most people know this is what bees make in collecting nectar from various plants. And of all of these multiple sugars that I'm addressing today, as I said already, this is the one that's in its most natural state and the least processed. However, that doesn't make it healthier. It is still sugar, and it's in fact higher in calories than white granulated sugar. It is, honey's used in various ways, and including being added to tea, or on a peanut butter sandwich, or even being used to help ease a sore throat. Now, Despite common lore, misinformation, people saying it, local honey does not help with seasonal allergies, but it is not harmful. There is no evidence, no evidence to say, showing, proving that local honey helps with seasonal allergies. 
And I'll tell you, I believed this for the longest time. And the person who got me, um, helped set me straight was the person who was selling local honey. She said, okay, this is gonna, this isn't, this, I don't let this out. I let people buy it. I don't correct people, but it doesn't work. And I looked it up and the research does not support this. If you feel better, great. But there's no evidence to suggest that that local honey will help with your allergies. In fact, in my house, between two of us, we have allergies at different times of the year. And if I have the local honey from last spring, is that going to help for this fall? But anyway, that's, that's just pretty much what the evidence says. It doesn't help. Again, however, if you feel better by doing it, what's the harm? Here's the nutrition facts for honey. One tablespoon is 64 calories. That's 17 grams of carbohydrate. Again, no fat, protein, or fiber. And that one tablespoon does have about one milligram of calcium and about 11 milligrams of potassium. Keeping in mind that most people need a thousand milligrams of calcium and upwards of more than 4,000 milligrams of potassium. So while honey may have calcium and potassium, it doesn't have a significant or amount. And in fact, it's minuscule. Agave nectar. So what is agave nectar or agave? Well, it's a syrup derived from ah the agave plant, which is a plant found in Mexico. So agave is the same plant that is used to make tequila. And some people will use agave nectar in place of sugar in baking. However, it is not a healthier alternative. Agave nectar is still sugar. It is still a very highly processed sugar or product. And the agave plant tends to resemble, at least to me, it resembles the pineapple plant. So if you've never seen agave, but you have seen a pineapple plant, um, that's what it, it, they tend to look alike. And I don't know why I'm mentioning that other than, eh, that's what I think about. Okay, agave nectar, nutrition facts for one tablespoon of agave is 60 calories and 16 grams of carbohydrates. No fat, no protein, no fiber, and no vitamins or minerals that are measurable. Here's one of my favorites, maple syrup. So maple syrup is simply the sap from maple trees. So if you've ever lived in a place where um, there are maple trees, it will, uh, you can tap into the sap or sometimes the sap does come out of it naturally. I ruined many a clothes when I was a kid climbing trees and getting sap on it. That stuff does not wash out. But the sap is collected and it goes through additional processing since what comes out of the trees, that sap, is not the same product as we get in the bottles of maple syrup. In fact, sap is very, very high in starch and it's not a sugar at that point. So there's lots of other steps involved. It does take processing. 
And most people will use maple syrup, of course, as a topping for breakfast foods like pancakes, waffles, and French toast. I'm sure I didn't have to tell you that. And here I'm talking about 100% pure maple syrup, not a maple flavored concoction. Although the nutrition information may be similar when it comes to the calories and grams of carbohydrates. I didn't actually check because that's not syrup, maple syrup. So one tablespoon of maple syrup has 52 calories. That's 13 grams of carbohydrates. Of course, no fat, protein, or fiber. And it does have 13 milligrams of calcium and 41 milligrams of potassium. So again, a tiny bit relative to how much we need. Do not use this as your main source of calcium or potassium. Now, turbinado sugar. A lot of people, when I mention turbinado sugar, are like, oh, what is that? I don't know what that is. Well, if you've ever seen sugar in the raw, the where the crystals are a little bit bigger and a little bit more um, brownish, tannish colored, um, that is turbinado sugar. That is not raw sugar. That's not raw sugar. Is Sugar in the raw is a brand name. Turbinado sugar is what that is. And it is refined, but has some of the molasses still in there. So molasses, I'll talk about that in a minute. It Molasses comes from sugar. So that's what makes that turbinado sugar a little bit of that tan color. So turbinado sugar is used for various purposes, including baking, coffee, tea, and any place where you may use sugar. I used it in baking really for the outside of a cookie, the topping of a cookie, not to put it in the cookie necessarily, um, though that wouldn't have made a difference overall. Now, this is not a healthier option to white granulated sugar. It's just different. So the nutrition facts here, 52 calories in a tablespoon, 14 grams of carbohydrates, and no fat, no protein, no fiber, and pretty much no other vitamins or minerals. Brown sugar. So it's brown sugar. Well, this is white granulated sugar with molasses from the sugar cane that was originally processed out is added back in. Now, how much molasses is added back in will give us either light brown sugar, so a little bit of molasses, or dark brown sugar a little bit more molasses. So adding molasses gives brown sugar a slightly different flavor than white granulated sugar, but that doesn't mean it's healthier. It's just different. So packed or unpacked, that makes a difference because a packed amount will have more sugar overall compared to unpacked. So for example, if we have one cup of packed brown sugar, that is about 7.8 ounces. And one cup of unpacked sugar, brown sugar, is 5.1 ounces. So that's what nearly, oh gosh, two and a half, two and a half, 2.7 ounce difference between packed versus unpacked in one cup. So right there is where we're going to have a big difference. So I get kind of annoyed when a recipe just calls for brown sugar 
but doesn't distinguish whether it should be packed or unpacked. So I do semi-packed. So one tablespoon of unpacked brown sugar is 34 calories, nine grams of carbohydrates, no fat, protein, or fiber, and it has eight milligrams of potassium, sorry, eight milligrams of calcium, and 31 milligrams of potassium. So that should give you a hint of where calcium and potassium are coming from if white sugar doesn't have calcium or potassium, but brown sugar does. Which brings me to my next sugar, molasses. So what is molasses? It is yet again a refined product from sugar beet or sugar cane, though only molasses that comes from sugar cane is used for brown sugar. So of all these sweeteners that I've listed, this has the most nutrients, calcium and potassium. But it's still high in calories compared to the white granulated sugar. And it has a unique flavor. Molasses is definitely a different flavor to white sugar, to brown sugar, to honey, to agave, to all these other sweeteners. So one tablespoon has 58 calories, has 50 gra 15 grams of carbohydrates. It has no fat, no protein, no fiber. It has 41 milligrams of calcium and 293 milligrams of potassium. So once again, it does have those nutrients, but please do not use this as your main source of calcium or potassium because the sugar content is high. This is not where we're getting our nutrients from. We're getting our sweetener, our sugar from these. And then the last one to mention in this episode is powdered or confectioner sugar. So what is powdered sugar? Well, it's white granulated sugar that has been blended up a little bit more. I've made it by just putting it in my blender. Take regular white granulated sugar, put it in my blender, blend it. It just makes it a much finer, finer powder. And there's an addition of cornstarch or potato starch added to keep it from clumping together. So an anti-caking agent. So caster sugar is that real fine sugar without the added starch. And then powdered sugar is that um, that sugar that has that added starch to it. So most of us use powdered sugar for frosting or icing for baked goods and as a decoration for baked goods, a topping. And then castor sugar, which is the real fine, fine white granulated sugar without the starch in it, it's often used for mixed drinks or cocktails because it blends up a lot faster than regular sugar. Now here, whether Powdered sugar is sifted or unsifted makes a difference because sifted will have less volume per cup compared to unsifted. So for example, a cup of sifted powdered sugar is 3.5 ounces where unsifted powdered sugar is 4.2 ounces in a cup. So nutrition facts, I'm going with unsifted here. One tablespoon of unsifted powdered sugar is 31 calories, eight grams of carbohydrates, no fat, protein, or fiber, and virtually 
unmeasurable vitamins and minerals. So that's a rundown of the various non-nutritive sweeteners. So between white granulated sugar, honey, agave, maple syrup, turbinado sugar, brown sugar, molasses, and powdered confectioner's sugar, the one with the lowest amount of calories is in fact comes down to the powdered sugar is the lowest in calories per tablespoon. However, most people aren't using it in that manner. I mean, we're not using it to put in our coffee or various things. So really what it comes down to is that white granulated sugar is the lowest in calories. It's not the highest in the nutrients, but teaspoon per teaspoon, tablespoon for tablespoon, it's the lowest in calories per volume other than the white or sorry, powdered sugar that has been sifted. So no matter which sugar you may choose to use for whatever reason, you don't need to consider it evil. You don't need to put one up on a pedestal because it's healthier or less processed. All of these should be used in moderation. And yes, you can swap out brown sugar for white sugar in baking. Swapping out honey or maple syrup in baking is not going to yield the same result. This is all about food chemistry here. But just want to point out the fact that white granulated table sugar is not the evil compared to the other sweeteners that most people think. And that's real world nutrition. As with all things, do so Choose things in moderation. If you're trying to cut back on sugar, then cut back on sugar. Coming up in next week's episode, I'm going to cover all the many aliases of various added sugars. It's got a lot of disguises. It's used in all kinds of foods. And so I just want to help you be able to distinguish or determine where your added sugars may be coming from. I also want to invite you to check out the Real World Nutrition Facebook page. Just look for us on Facebook, Real World Nutrition, and I enjoy having conversations with everyone there. You will take care. Bye for now.